Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, where writing from the heart adds value to your life. Listen as authors, creative artists, and entrepreneurs share the stories behind their creative process and their work. Also, listen as I give book reviews, share writing encouragement and tips, read occasional poetry, and give you inspirational nuggets from my writing journey, all inspired by the Holy Spirit. Grab a cup of whatever beverage suits your fancy, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Thanks for supporting my Inspirational Journeys podcast. My purpose is to provide a platform for authors, creative artists, and entrepreneurs to share their stories while also providing writing tips, encouragement, and inspiration to help you achieve your writing goals through faith and courage. By clicking the support this podcast button or following the link in my show notes, your monthly contribution of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 will help me achieve mine. Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, everyone. My name is Ann Harrison Barnes, and today I have the pleasure of invite of speaking with Wendy Ledger, who is returning to talk about her second book in her Cats of the Afterlife series. Welcome to the show, Wendy. Uh-oh. Wendy, did I lose you? Hello. Oh, I'm so happy to be here again, Anne. Really nice to be here. Oh, thanks. I thought I lost you there. I'm still here. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, okay. good. Yeah, you, it just it just cut out for a second. All right. So, um, if you wouldn't mind briefly introducing yourself again for new listeners and those who may have listened to the interview back in June, but since it's been about six months, I'd like to, um, if you don't mind introducing yourself again. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Um, I'm Wendy Ledger. I'm an author. I'm currently working on a talking cat fantasy series called Cats of the Afterlife. And I have two currently out, The Loudest Meow and The Sharpest Claw. And I'm currently working on The Deepest Growl. I almost have a first draft ready for that. And uh, Loudest Meow and Sharpest Claw Claw are available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook, which I'm really happy about because that's my favorite form of reading is listening to audiobooks. And I also have two other books that are coming of age stories called Joy Returns and Kate and the Horses. And I plan to get those in audiobooks soon too, hopefully. So. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Just let yeah. me out and I'll get that. Um, so tell me what inspired The Sharpest Claw? Uh, the Sharpest Claw was kind of inspired by real life in that we now have three, uh, a pair of, a brother and sister pair of cats here. Uh, and, um, but we originally got them as kittens. And so it was my imagining of what uh, our Calico cat in the afterlife would think about these new kittens in our household. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I can understand that, especially after reading the book. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but let's just say uh, Jim does not like the cats. Yeah. Well, it's kind of too, like, you know, like in human life, like sibling rivalry, like when mm -hmm. the baby comes home, everyone thinks that the baby is so adorable and can do nothing wrong. And the older you know, kids in the family have to figure out, you know, have to feel comfortable with having the baby there. So that's kind of what's going on in this book. Mm -hmm. And also the idea that uh, Jim was a, a cat who on earth uh, didn't learn certain things that cats usually learn, didn't learn how to play, didn't learn those kinds of things. And so here are these kittens who naturally know how to do things that she never learned how to do and trying to feel okay about that too. Yeah. So, wow. I'm just amazed. I mean, the, I, it's, it's hard. That book is hard to put down, I'm telling you. And correct me if I'm wrong, but middle grade kids would definitely love these books. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think that middle grade kids would love it. And also uh, adults who love cats. Mm -hmm. But it has a lot of themes in it that I think kids would really respond to. That idea of, of not having learned something for whatever reason and then just feeling left behind and trying to catch up and feeling you know, insecure about how to do that and find, trying to find a way that they can you know, learn how to do these skills that other children seem to be able to do naturally. And you know, also, as I just said, that idea about when other um, children enter your household, you know, enter your family and uh, feeling, uh, trying to, you know, deal with the insecurities if you have them or, you know, maybe you just welcome the kids in, but sometimes it's hard for older kids to um, deal with, you know, new arrivals. Mm -hmm. And this would be a fun and an, an, an engaging way to kind of help them get to transition into that. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you have kids in mind when you wrote these? Uh, no, you know, I was mostly thinking about, I was mostly thinking about our kittens and, uh, and, uh, and our, you know, what our other cats would have thought about that who, are, who have now passed away. But there's also a story in there about the kittens and the elder cat, Rusty, and how Rusty, it was, it was a hard transition for Rusty to make too, which was, like that in our household too. Our cat Scooter, our elder cat, uh, had never been uh, the kind of rock star that these kittens made him out to be when they came into our <laughs> lives and he was kind of bewildered and <laughs> scared. <laughs> <laughs> mm, and that Professor Alistair Kingsley, oh. he's a character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he um, he was one of those characters who, in Loudest Meow, you just kind of hear about him, or he's like on the on the phone or something. You never really see him in life, and mm -hmm. he kind of demanded to be in this book and a big presence. Yeah, and marmalade. He's a oh, big part of it. I know. She does not understand that writing is not always sitting in one space. Yeah. Oh, she's got a lot to learn. That cat has a lot to learn. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, the next book is all about, is more about that whole thing, about oh, writing wow. and marmalade and Alistair and 
all those things. So, yeah. Wow. Just an amazing cast of characters, an amazing story. I mean, honestly, I love fantasies, but this one is really, these are really exciting. I mean, it's, they're good. They're really exciting reads. So are you self-published? Yes, uh, I am. Okay. And I, and I was really lucky in that um, when I did the first audiobook, The Loudest Meow, uh, I chose uh, Kay Danino to be my narrator for that book. And, um, and now she's going to be the narrator for all of these books that I've written so far through, through the whole Talking Cat series. So it just feels so nice to have someone uh, who really understands the stories and really cares for the characters to be the narrator. So oh, I, I'm just too. so pleased with the job that she does. <laughs> she's really good at that. She, she yeah. really portrays the voices so well. And I, um, audio, listening to audiobooks is my favorite way of reading. So uh, it was really important to me that I, I found a narrator who I felt really captured it exactly. And, and I, I feel that she does. She does such a great job. Wow. I, I know, me too. So do you have anything, um, I know you're writing the third book, but do you have any other projects coming down the line? I think that this series is going to be four books. And uh, after that, I want to do something with dinosaurs. Like, I'm not quite sure, like, what it is, whether it's going to be talking dinosaurs or whether it's going to be a book about a girl who's in love with dinosaurs. But it's, it's going to be something about dinosaurs. So uh, I, for my birthday, I got this uh, illustrated encyclopedia of dinosaurs. And every now and again, I'll open up a page and look at them. I, I've just always been fascinated by dinosaurs myself ever since I was little. So, so it's going to be something about that, I think. Oh, so you got instant research right at your fingertips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I was little, um, I lived in Michigan, and we had this amazing thing where uh, I had an art class after school that was in the Natural History Museum in my town. And so we would go there and we had, we could draw anything we wanted in the museum. And I often hung out in the dinosaur section because they are, they had just fascinated me. So uh, I've just always kept that with me all my life. <laughs> wow. Okay. So other than that, I mean, we've gone over a lot of the inspirational questions, writing tips and all that last time. So unless you have something new you want to share. Um. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I talked about this last time, but um, this time I've started using Pinterest more as a be kind of a beginning and an end to my writing process. So before I start finding images uh, that remind me of characters and themes that remind me of stories that I want to write, and somehow putting them down is really fun. And it seems like it kind of helps my brain kind of figure out the story I want to write. And then when I finish, like I'm almost finished with this draft. Uh, when I finish, I'll go back to Pinterest and look at the images again to see like whether I forgot something or whether I'm inspired by something else so that when I start the next draft that uh, I can use those images. So that's something. And then I guess the other thing I would say right now is that uh, I have a day job. I'm like a writer, transcriber, editor. 
and I have just a lot of work to do right now. So often these days, I only have like 15 minutes or a half hour a day to write. But as a good friend told me, and she's a painter, and a really wonderful painter, Glennis Henschel, hmm. um, even if you have five minutes a day to connect with your work, then you stay connected. So, you know, just to do the best you can with how much time you have, you know, and just, and just make that, you know, visit to your, with your characters. And so that's been really interesting to me. Wow. And I like that too. And have you created a pen, uh, Pinterest boards for your books? Yeah. Yeah. I think my uh, Pinterest thing is Wendy Ledger author. I think that's my handle. Yeah. I think, and, yeah, I think uh, you can do that. Yeah, and I have boards for each one of my books, plus like a board for like childhood memories, because that's kind of like the world that I often deal with, things that really interested me as a kid. And I think I have one for favorite middle grade books too. Yeah. Wow, I can't do Pinterest myself because it's a bit more visual, but I know uh, Jen talks about her pin all her Pinterest boards all the time. So before... Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so would you like to tell people where you where they can find you online? Oh, sure. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Wendy Ledger Author. Same thing as Instagram, Wendy Ledger Author. Twitter, Wendy Ledger Author. And Pinterest, Wendy Ledger Author. Um, and, um, and I have a website. Guess what it is? It's www.wendyledgerauthor.com. Right? Um, so those are the places that you can find me. Uh, my books are all on Amazon right now. You kind of like my friend Jen Lowry. She has Jen Lowry writes <laughs> everywhere. She, Jen Lowry writes all over the place. Um, so now I do have one more question to ask you. Would you like to leave a special Christmas uh, Christmas wish for the listeners and viewers? Yes. Uh, I just wish uh, love and joy to them and their family. Okay, now before we leave. Um, yeah, the holiday time is such a wonderful time for families to get together. Right. Now I'm gonna leave us with a Bible verse. It is John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave okay. his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And also in the book of Matthew, Jesus says, Love thy neighbor as thyself. So guys, show some love and kindness to those around you, no matter what their disability, their belief system, their cultural background. Let's be inclusive this holiday season and drop the labels. So now I'm going to leave, uh, close us out with a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time that you've given me to spend with Wendy Ledger. Father, thank you so much for this day and for your gift of salvation, Father. Be with those in need, Father. And may our words be of value to listeners everywhere. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. Now, we challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired, write something inspiring, and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched a thousand. Thanks so much for being on Inspirational Journeys and have a blessed day. If you have feedback for the show, questions about the writing life, or suggestions for future shows, there are three ways you can contact me. 
you can either send me a voice message from anywhere, contact me via my website, or send me an email. The links are in my show notes. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day. So I challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired. Write something inspiring and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched a thousand. Thanks for joining me on Inspirational Journeys. You guys have a blessed day.